From COK Studios in Ari Shapiro's Sun Porch, this is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Cordell Nutbrock. On today's show, we'll consider an innovative artist that is using the 2016 presidential campaign as inspiration for her work. We'll also consider an NCAA March Madness preview with Rick and Cecil from ESPN Radio's Sports Yell. And we'll consider whatever happened to predictability. The Milkman, the Paperboy, Evening TV. Stay with us. Support for Consider Our Knowledge comes from the Rainbow Sunflower Dog Training and Wellness Center, now offering spring classes in finding the perfect place to poo, hiding our toys in the yard, and testicle licking 101. Visit peaceloveandwoof.com for more information. And the Blanche Sterling Foundation, committed to making sure that all little old ladies have access to clear plastic bonnets to protect their hairdos from the rain. For a free bonnet, visit savemyperm.org. This is Consider Our Knowledge. I'm Connor Bentley. And I'm Cordon Nutbrock. The 2016 presidential campaign has taken a turn in the past week as the Republican debates have grown surprisingly more civil, Hillary Clinton has been under increased scrutiny after controversial remarks about Nancy Reagan's fight against AIDS, and crowds at Donald Trump rallies have been getting violent. The campaign is causing some voters to react very viscerally with protests and pointed comments on social media. But not all voters are becoming agitated at the campaign's developments. Others have been inspired by what is happening on the road to the White House. Senior reporter Marta Margolis has the story of an artist who is using the campaign to her advantage. Wooby Wasco is not a Republican at all, but she says that she has been truly inspired by the candidacy of Donald Trump. He's just amazing to me. I can't remember ever seeing someone like him. Wooby has several notebooks, sketch pads, and other weams of paper dedicated to her muse, as she calls Mr. Twump. I don't like him as a candidate. God, no. My dog would be a better president. I love Trump because he is by far the greatest performance artist of all time. Wooby is a street performer in Portland, Oregon, who spent three years at a top clown college, but says she learned more from watching one Trump speech than she did in her entire time at Bozo State. His theatricality, the way he uses those tiny little hands to make obscene gestures, his clown makeup, the hair. Every time he talks, it's awe-inspiring. Mywin Brandon owns the artisanal coffee shop that Wooby performs in front of every day, and he says he's noticed a change in her sweet crowning since Trump became the Republican frontrunner. She's just taken her game up since she's been studying Trump. I mean, I studied mine before I opened Brewtopia, so I've known Ruby for a while. She's on a new level lately. I can afford better orange pancake makeup now because people are just flocking to see my new Trump-inspired performance pieces. <laughs> the way she makes wildly inconsistent claims while she yells at people and calls them names is art in its purest form. Sometimes it will take me like 25 to 30 minutes to make one cup of coffee because I can't take my eyes off of her performance out the window. Don't your customers mind? Uh, no, no. They're just as enthralled by her as I am. Plus, it's Portland. I dare you to find a coffee shop that can make a cup of coffee in under 20 minutes. 
Do you ever wonder what will happen if Mr. Trump loses the race? If it's one thing I've learned, it's that Americans love to be yelled at and lied to. If I can use what I've learned from Donald, my act will still have life after he's out of the spotlight. With all her recent success, Wooby does feel a bit like a fwad. I'm just imitating one of the great masters. It honestly feels like I'm one of those people who does counterfeit Monet paintings. I think Ruby's work will open up a whole new field of study in clowning and street performance. She's tapped into something so raw, just like Trump. I'm actually jealous. She's like the first mime. As the campaign of Donald Trump goes on, so does the intrepid sweet performing of innovative artist Ruby Wasco. From Portland, I'm Mata Margolis. You're listening to Consider Our Knowledge. Now we turn to the NCAA Men's Basketball Tournament. March Madness begins this week, and our sports guys, Rick Van Patten and Cecil the Pontificator, are taking some time away from their popular ESPN radio show, Sports Yell, to preview the tournament for us. Welcome back, gents. Nice to be here. What up, Cordell? Not much is up at all. Are you feeling the March Madness? We absolutely are, Cordell. This year's tournament is going to be a wild one. Cecil went to the doctor yesterday because he thought he actually came down with March Madness. It turned out to be an ulcer. I'm all good, though. Glad to hear it. What teams are you picking to win it all this year? We're not actually at liberty to say. What? Obviously, it would be grossly premature for us to make any kind of prognostications at this juncture. While I'm certain people would love to hear our analysis, Rick and I just can't say anything about it. Well, why is that? We're so popular and well-respected in the sports world that when we make our picks, it completely skews everyone else's brackets. People wait to see what we're going to say, and then they model their brackets on ours verbatim. Just once, we'd like to have a chance to win our March Madness pool, so we're waiting until the very last minute to release our picks so nobody can copy us. So you can't give any analysis on the tournament? Obviously not. It's not that we can't, we just won't. But people have tuned in to hear your expert opinions on who will win. Well, uh, who do you think will be the teams to beat, Cordell? Well, I don't know. Kansas? Michigan State? Sure, they could be good. Or maybe not. True, we don't want anybody to think that's who we're picking. Isn't there anything you can tell our listeners who are looking to you for advice on how to fill out their brackets? Well, you can always pick based on the school mascots. Obviously, that's a classic strategy. But do your research so you know what a terrapin is or why Syracuse's mascot is just a color. I must clarify that I'm not necessarily picking either the Maryland Terrapins or Syracuse. Me neither. We're also not not picking them. I see. You can also pick based on uniform colors. I like teams with red jerseys. Or do I? Or you can pick based on which schools have been on probation for using prostitutes in their recruiting. There's a lot of those. Honestly, though, I think it's best to just go with your gut. And what is your gut telling you? Nice try, Cordell. Mine's telling me it's time for more ulcer medicine. Well, when can people see your brackets? Five minutes before the game start on Thursday morning. One of us is going to win the office pool, and we're not going to leak our brackets prematurely. It may be going against type, but I could not agree with Rick Moore. Secrecy is key with bracketology. Well, good luck, guys. I hope your complete lack of analysis on today's show pays off. Thanks. 
Rick and Cecil can be heard every day on ESPN Radio's Sports Yell. This week, they're refusing to discuss March Madness. That's all for this week's episode of Consider Our Knowledge. If you'd like more from the best-looking news team in public radio, visit our website, considerourknowledge.com, for more news and stories. You can also follow us on Twitter for breaking news, at ConsiderOurKnow, and don't forget to like us on Facebook, and tell your friends to like us as well. If you'd like to donate to Consider Our Knowledge to help us continue to do this show, go to our homepage and click the Support COK button. That'll take you to Patreon, where you can make a secure $5 monthly donation. You can download the podcast at iTunes and at Stitcher Radio at Stitcher.com. The COK team includes Spencer Cannon, Emily Clausen, Jeremiah Knight, Marianne Wetzel, Natalie Thorpe, Hobart Willis, and Libby Mitchell. A special thank you today to Andrea Peterson. I'm Connor Bentley. Thanks for listening. Cecil went to the doctor yesterday because he thought... He actually, actually, factually talked. <laughs> <laughs> he can actually, talk. factually. Isn't it great?